0: Welcome to the Layman's Homily Podcast. I'm Tony Narienzo. In this week's episode, we'll be talking about Easter. What goes on during the Easter Vigil and the rest of Eastertide? What is the meaning of the resurrection? And what are some practical ways to live out this liturgical season well? All this and more on Layman's Homily. Welcome back to the podcast, and Happy Easter! As always, we have a packed show for you, so let's dive right in. But before we go straight in, I do have a correction to make. In the previous episode, I'd said that there weren't prayers of the faithful on Holy Thursday, but that they were made up for by the Solomon intercessions on Good Friday. I was wrong, and I apologize for my error. The Holy Thursday Mass does include the prayers of the faithful, The reason that the Solomon intercessions are on Good Friday is the redemptive power of Christ's death. We pray that Christ's death will unite the world as one holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. So now let's go in and talk about Easter. We start with the Easter season with the Easter Vigil, which continues from right where we left off on last week's episode. Holy Thursday, Mass, Good Friday, service. It's all one continuous liturgy that concludes with the Easter Vigil. And so the Easter Vigil starts outside after dark with the Easter fire. And all the the lights in the church are extinguished. The only light... Is the Easter fire that is outside the church. And the priests will start with the blessing and lighting of this year's paschal candle. And from that paschal candle, the priest will light everyone else's candle. So everyone else gets everyone gets a candle um, that is lit from the paschal candle which is lit from the easter fire and this is to symbolize the fact that christ is the light and that because of the light of the resurrection coming back into the world it the the light spreads and overcomes the darkness Um, and this is especially seen when we all process into the church when we see the past candles light and then everyone else's light comes streaming in and it's just really beautiful but then we extinguish the candles at least the easter visuals that i've been to if i remember correctly we extinguish the light bef- right before the exalt set which is the easter proclamation um and this is chanted typically by a Priest or deacon. Um, the exultet is Latin word, um, the Latin word for the opening lines. Exult, let them exult. The hosts of this, uh, heaven exult. Let angel ministers of God exult. Um, and it's just a beautiful, really beautiful um, chant about you know the night, this night, the night of the resurrection and you know it talks about the truly necessary sin of adam destroyed completely by the death of christ oh happy fault oh happy fault that earned so great so glorious a redeemer um so think about that this happy fault of adam that leads to that leads to christ coming into the world and bringing us to something greater than the earthly paradise that we would have had if Adam had not sinned. Um, also, I really like the Easter proclamation, the exultet, because of um, the mention of bees, the mother bees, talking about the bees that created the wax that makes the, makes up the Paschal candle. Um, I just find it a little bit humorous. And then the readings begin. Uh, after the exultet, so there are seven Old Testament readings, each with a psalm, its corresponding psalm and prayer. Um, the first, the first reading, is from Genesis; it's the creation story. Um, the second, second reading, is Abraham's sacrifice of his son Isaac. The third reading is from Exodus, and it's the um, the crossing of the Red Sea, um, and the fourth through seventh readings are from the prophets. Two from um, let's see, one from Isaiah, two from Isaiah, two from Isaiah, one from Baruch, and then the last one from Ezekiel. And then comes the Gloria. And at the Gloria, the bells are back, the bells are rung, all the lights come on, and it's it's just so beautiful when this happens. And the altar candles are then lit, and now we're into the light of the New Testament, which we have one New Testament reading, or well, two. You have the epistle from the St. Paul's letter to the Romans, and... Then the gospel, which is the resurrection account from whichever lectionary year we're in. So this year we'll hear Luke's account. So then after that, the priest gives a homily, which is not supposed to be omitted. Um, and then the RCI candidates, so the people who have been going like going through RCIA, which is Rite of Christian Initiation for Adults, um, they will receive their sacraments, will receive their their baptisms and their confirmations, and being accepted fully into the church. Um, But before that, you have Blessing of Holy Water with the Paschal Candle, um, Blessing the Holy Water font. And you have a litany of saints, that is sung or chanted. Um, so you have all different saints, um, Holy Mary, Saint Michael, Saint Joseph, Saints Peter and Paul. The list, list goes on. And then yeah, and then the, sacra- the sacraments are performed. Um, we all renew our baptismal promises. And then after that, after the sacraments are received, with the exception of the Eucharist, which we'll receive in the communion rite, which is pretty much as normal. Um, And then there's the solemn blessing and dismissal. Finally, the Triduum liturgy has ended um, with the dismissal at the end, conclusion of the Easter vigil. Then there's a new Marian Antiphon that's introduced. So each season there's a Marian Antiphon. So Ordinary Time we sing the Salve Regina. Advent and Christmas we sing the uh, Alma Redemptoris Mater. From the end of the Christmas season up until the end of Lent we sing uh, the Ave Regina Chalorum, Ave Regina Celorum. And then through the Easter season we sing the Regina Cele. Um, and it replaces. It actually replaces the Angelus prayer. Um, that the church would normally say at 6 a.m. noon and 6 p.m. Um, it, the Regina Chailey replaces that prayer um, during Easter tide. And so that's Easter Vigil, and then afterwards, you know, you have a big party celebrate Christ's resurrection. Um, And then Easter Sunday, Easter Sunday morning, um, you'll hear from um, Masses more like a normal Mass, with the exception of adding the Easter sequence, which is a prayer that is either recited or sung or chanted, and you have so you'll have that. And then the gospel, of course, is different depending on what time you go. Um, if you go in the morning, you'll hear John's resurrection account. And if you go in the evening, you'll hear the, Luke's story of the road to Emmaus. And then you have the octave of Easter. So beginning with Easter Sunday and ending on Divine Mercy Sunday, which is the week after, the Sunday after. So the eight days from Easter Sunday, including Easter Sunday, through Divine Mercy Sunday, it's every day is a solemnity. Every day is a solemnity, so celebrate. Also, you go to Mass any of those days, you'll hear if you hear the priests use Eucharistic Prayer 1, also known as the Roman canon, it'll be a bit different. So pay attention to those those differences from the normal eucharistic prayer one and then yeah like i said the conclusion of the octave is divine mercy sunday and we'll talk more about that in a future episode so stay tuned for that um the rest of easter is you know it's easter is a 50-day long season because the joy of Easter is greater than the sorrow of Lent. So there are only four days of Lent, but 50 days of Easter. Last time I checked, 50 is uh, greater than 40. The conclusion of Easter season is Pentecost Sunday, which I'm sure we'll talk about that when we get there. And so that's sort of what happens in, in the Easter, um, Easter season. The I did forget one thing though. Before we move on to the next question, I wanted to answer. During the Easter Vigil, in between the Epistle and the Gospel, the Alleluia is back, so we can we can hear that word during Mass again, and that word is back with a vengeance because um, there will be a lot. During, especially during the Easter Vigil and throughout the whole the Easter season, because it is a word of rejoicing and Easter the Easter season is the season of the season of rejoicing. So now I want to talk about like why the resurrection is so important. Like what is the meaning of the resurrection? For this, I want to turn to uh, a, a fantastic saint, Saint Thomas Aquinas. Um, who can explain things uh, so much better than I can, he, in his Summa Theologica, Summa Theologiae, his magnum opus, he gives five reasons for why the resurrection is necessary. So the first is the commendation of divine justice. That is, it would be unjust for God to have died and not to have risen from the dead. The second is the instruction of our faith. Uh, the resurrection is the definitive proof that Jesus is who he says he is. The third reason is the raising of our hope. We see in the resurrection what will become of us at the end of time. We see in the resurrection like our own glorified body what will look like. The fourth is the setting in order of our lives. We die, we die to sin, but are alive in God. Um, St. Paul talks about this several times in his, over the course of his letters. Um, and then the fifth reason is the completion of the work of our salvation. The crucifixion deliver us, delivers us from evil, but the resurrection is for our justification according to St. Paul in his letter to the Romans. See Romans 4 verse 25. So thank you St. Thomas Aquinas for enlightening us on why the resurrection is necessary, like why it's, why it matters. And so I wanted to close this episode with some practical tips on how we can celebrate this Easter season well. So the first thing, First tip number one, prayer. So, like I mentioned, I mentioned earlier in this episode, the Regina Chaley. Um, I would recommend singing that or replacing the Angelus with that if you if you normally pray, pray the Angelus, or even if you don't, just it's so beautiful. It's a hymn, hymn of rejoicing. So, definitely do that. Um, also. Like I said, during Holy Week, I've said Liturgy of the Hours. It's a great thing to do, especially during the octave of Easter, because the hymns are just so joyful. And then the last thing is, of, during, for the prayer part is the glorious mysteries of the rosary during, during the octave. Um, last week I had talked about you know, praying the sorrowful Mysteries every day of the octave, or during Holy Week. And so during the octave, we celebrate, like every day is basically celebration of the resurrection. So, which is the first glorious mystery. So we should, if you pray the rosary regularly or daily, you might consider praying the glorious mysteries every day during the octave. Um, I know that's what I'll be doing. So you won't be alone in that. Now, the second, second practical tip on how to live out the Easter season well is don't fast, especially, especially not during the octave. Um, as, uh, one of the priests I know likes to say, we fast when you fast, you feast when you feast. So feast, but be careful. Don't fall into gluttony, but yeah, make sure you, make sure you celebrate well, um, Because this is a season of celebration. Uh, It's a season of joy. So that's the the third, which leads into the third point. The third practical tip. Easter is a season of joy. And so if you remember all the way back to our first episode, we talked about joy. And one of the things we can do to bring more joy in our lives is to do things that are life-giving to us. And so... I'd like to encourage you, especially in this season of Easter, the season of joy, to do things that are life-giving to you. Um, I know that's what I'll be doing, so I encourage you to, to do that. And that's, that's really it for this week's episode. Um, I didn't want to do a cloud of witnesses or lyrical left this week because, you know, sort of like last week, we had focused on the sorrow of Holy Week. This week we want to focus on the joy of Easter. Because it is the octave of Easter. So so that's it. So a few final things before we wrap up. First, if you like what you heard, or even if you didn't, please subscribe to this podcast and leave a five-star review. This will help us reach more people and get the good news out to a world which desperately needs to hear it. Second, we want to hear from you. Dear listeners, if you have questions about anything we've discussed on this episode, previous episodes, or anything in general, please send them via email to laymanshomily at gmail.com. That's L-A-Y-M-A-N-S-H-O-M-I-L-Y at gmail.com. And finally, please pray for us and know that we are praying for you through the intercession of the patron of this podcast, St. Joseph. Again, happy Easter and do not forget to celebrate this week, no matter how bad your life has got you down. God bless you all this week and we look forward to speaking to you all next week. This has been Layman's Honoling.